Hi, welcome to my podcast, Help Me Rhonda. I'm your host, Dr. Rhonda Karg. I'm a clinical psychologist, and each episode of this podcast, I present mental health-related information to you in hopes that you'll gain some insight into your own behavior and hopefully improve your own mental health by learning some of the skills that I teach as part of this podcast. So thanks for tuning in today. I'd like to talk about relapse prevention as it relates to depression and some things that you can do to catch a relapse in your depression uh, or recurrence of your depression so that you can pick up on it quicker, know what the warning signs are, because to be honest with you, sometimes it's difficult to really know when you're getting depressed. Sometimes people around you are able to recognize it before you are able to recognize it. So learning what the warning signs are for you is important so that you're aware of them, but also you can communicate it to people who are in your life so that if you start demonstrating some of these signs, you're giving them permission to gently point it out to you that maybe you're starting to get depressed again. It's a lot easier to rebound and recover from a depressive state if you catch it early. So some things that you can do to prevent yourself from having another depressive episode is you know, if you are taking medication, do take it consistently. Taking it sometimes and not taking it other times is going to really not be effective and as a matter of fact will probably make it a lot worse because your brain is constantly having to adjust to either the presence or absence of the medication itself. So Please try to be consistent with your medication. A lot of folks will say that they forget to take their medication, especially if it's in the morning and they're rushing out the door to go to work, things like that. People say they have a hard time with it. You know, I say, you know, if there's a drink, if you drink coffee in the morning or you have an energy drink or you have some other what else you do in the morning, that you can pair it with the medications and in a way that you're never going to forget to drink coffee in the morning, for example. So pairing up the coffee with the medication so that when you drink coffee, you remember to take your medication. So pairing it with something that's already a pattern in your life can be a helpful way to remember to take your medication. You can set timers on your phone, things like that. And if you are live with people, maybe you can ask for reminders, but I would really encourage you to take full responsibility for this and do what you can to remember to take your medication on your own. Other things that help with depression, research shows that a combination of psychotherapy and medication is the best treatment approach for depression. It's like, it's not like one plus one is two. It's like one plus one is three because they work synergistically together. So I would really encourage you to look into possibly medication and or psychotherapy to help you with your, with your depression and to continue that 
psychotherapy until you feel more stable and you feel like you're kind of out of the woods. You can start cutting back on your appointments for psychotherapy and then eventually just go back as needed. Psychotherapy doesn't need to be the kind of thing that you do for years. I mean, I specialize in solution-focused psychotherapy, so I generally see people for relatively brief periods of time to sort of depending on what the, what it is that the person is working on. But a lot of times the person will start feeling better even after the first session. And each time I meet with them, I teach them new skills that they can practice outside of therapy because that's really where the brain change happens is the work that you do outside of psychotherapy, practicing those skills, doing reps with weights, trying to practice those skills so that the neural pathway is created faster. And usually after about six months of you practicing the skill regularly and frequently, you will develop a new neural pathway and then that new skill will become more of an automatic response. And that's what we're trying, that's where we're trying to go. So don't just rely on the medication. If you're in psychotherapy, don't just rely on your psychotherapist. You've got to do the work outside. If your psychotherapist is not teaching you new skills to help improve your mood and reduce your depressive symptoms, then chances are it's not a great fit if you're not showing improvement. And I want you to bring that up to your psychotherapist if that's the case and figure out if maybe you need to start meeting with someone else that might be a better fit. But definitely, if you're dissatisfied, bring that up to your psychotherapist. Other things that are really good for depression, exercise is one of the best things that you can do for just about every condition that's out there. They say exercise. You don't have to exercise a lot, but if you exercise for 30 minutes, three times a week, research shows that that can be effective for reducing and preventing depression. Some people also say that what you eat has a big effect on how you feel. Uh, lots of sugar will cause inflammation, including in your brain, because your brain's part of the body and can make you more emotional. So I would keep an eye on your sugar intake, and especially in the morning. And I, I think that by playing around with what it is that you're eating, you'll start to notice that when you eat cleaner, you tend to generally feel better. And you'll feel better about yourself, too, because you're taking care of yourself. So it's not just a nutritional thing. It can help improve your mood because you're feeling good about the choices that you're making, if that's important to you, if eating healthy is important to you. So those are some things that they can do. What are some of the red flags that people are starting, that someone is starting to get depressed again? It really depends on the person. For a lot of folks, they start becoming more negative. They start noticing uh, things in life that are difficult. They start noticing a lot more. They start getting triggered a lot more by things that are going on around them. So having a harder time coping with things, uh, being easily frustrated and irritable are warning signs of depression. Sleeping a lot more, a lot less than they used to sleep is another warning sign. Eating a lot more 
or eating a lot less, having to kind of force yourself to eat. Those are other red flags for depression, having a difficult time concentrating. Again, this is a change in how they were before. This is a change. Um, so if they, if you notice that their problems with concentration and making decisions are worse now, that can be a red flag that the person is um, starting to experience depression again. And in order for the person to meet full criteria for a major depressive episode, um, they need to have five out of the nine symptoms of depression for most of the day, nearly every day for at least two weeks. And also that they have uh, the consequences of depression and starting to cause issues in their life, whether it's in their relationships or at work or at school, taking care of things at home or uh, not engaging in things that used to be important to them um, because maybe they're spending a lot of time in bed now. So things like that, because depression oftentimes does lead to difficulties in your life as a result of the depression. And when that happens, we want to get treatment for it um, so that we can improve it. So those are some of the warning signs that you're starting to experience depression again. Uh, once you figure out what some of the early warning signs are for yourself, you could let people in your life that are close to you, let them know that if they start seeing some of these signs that they gently pointed out to you, that maybe you're starting to get depressed again, or maybe you are depressed. And because sometimes when you're in it, it's really difficult to see it. Uh, you just... Um, what we call lack insight into what's going on because you're you're not yourself and you're maybe not aware mm -hmm. so hope that you learned something today about relapse prevention for depression thanks so much for tuning in and helping to make mental health support free and more accessible i appreciate the support i hope that you enjoy the rest of your day